0: Hey everyone. Um, so I want to start today with um, kind of some explanation or, well, kind of some disclaimers, I guess. Um, today's message um, is going to focus on the role of disabled people in today's readings. Um, and it's informed by the theological insights of disabled individuals, um, notably the Reverend Dr. Um, J.J. Flagg. Theology of disability has been an interest of mine for several years as i've grown into an understanding of myself as a disabled person. um, As I was diagnosed with ADHD a few years ago and have um, several mental health conditions that have been disabling at various times in my life. Um, My understanding has also been informed by learning about the experiences of loved ones who are neurodivergent or live with mental illness and by my current work ministering to people who are experiencing disability as they approach the end of their lives. Although I am in these senses, a member of the disabled community, I do not have the personal experience of the disabilities discussed in these texts. And furthermore, even if I were speaking as someone who's experienced um, limitations of mobility or sensory impairment um, throughout my life, I would be unable to speak to the breadth of experience and perspectives of all disabled people. Um, So I just wanted to begin with this expression of my limitations. Um, and during response time I particularly welcome any thoughts that arise from your own experiences um, of disability or from your understanding of the experiences of your disabled of disabled loved ones um, and just also <laughs> I would like to acknowledge that opinion, opinions differ on term the best on terminology that should best be used to discuss various disabilities um, I've tried to be thoughtful about my use of language but I recognize that my efforts may have fallen short And I'd be happy to talk with anyone who has any questions or concerns about the language that I choose to use. Okay. I am sorry if I was speaking too fast there. I will try to slow down and I do appreciate your patience with these preliminaries. Okay. In one sense, disabled people are a prominent common thread in today's readings. In the Isaiah passage, the first thing one of the first things discussed that characterized God's coming salvation is the effect on disabled people um, the text states that the eyes of the blind shall be opened the ears of the deaf and stopped then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy um, that's from the NSR NRSV translation a little different from um, from what Norm read but same general meaning um, the psalm, which we didn't read today, um, I don't think we read today, but that also included um, a discussion of opening the eyes of the blind, along with giving food to the hungry and other acts of, save, of, um, of God's help to God's people. Um, and finally, in the gospel, when Jesus is asked by John's followers if he's the one they're waiting for, Jesus tells them, go tell John what you hear and see. The blind, are, the blind receive their sight, lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, The deaf hear the dead are raised and the poor have good news brought to them Um, in this sense in a sense um, disabled disabled people hold a great significance in these passages Um, the healing their healing is a sign of god's coming to save god's people in another sense disabled people are barely present in these passages there's no disabled individuals who are named their words are not recorded they are not presented as whole or complex people Um, and while disabled people often discuss how their disability is integral to their identity or while many disabled people discuss how their disability is integral to their identity the disabled people in these passages are completely reduced to their disabilities disabilities that are being removed through God's saving action These passages are not addressed to disabled and other marginalized people. They call the majority of God's people to see God's salvation in its effects on those who are often excluded from community. Theology from the perspective of disabled people um, can often express a deep ambivalence about how disabled individuals are discussed in scripture. Disabled people appear so often in the context of their healing as broken people who are being repaired um, as a sign of God's power and goodness or as an object lesson to the broader community. Disabled people are rarely given names and we're rarely told anything about their identity, apart from their disability when disabled people are healed, they are rarely asked if they want to be healed and their feelings about being healed are never explored. I wonder how you feel about that idea. The idea that if asked if they wanna be healed of their disability, disabled people might have reservations or that their feelings about being healed might be complex enough to warrant further exploration. And when I think about this and when I consider um, those who are disabled in ways that i am not it doesn't seem complicated to me who would not want to see hear walk if given the opportunity what would those what would those being healed feel apart from unreserved joy but when i think about the disabilities that i have it feels more complicated if god chose to suddenly make me neurotypical um, would I still be the person that I am? And well, I would welcome it if God would chose to take away my anxiety, impaired executive function, and the host of other disabling symptoms that I experience. My feelings about the healing would still be complicated. If God were willing and able to heal me, why would God have let me struggle for the past 43 years? And if God had chose to heal me at some earlier time in my life, would I still be the person I am, if not shaped by those intervening years of struggle? As I listen to the voices of those who are disabled in ways that I'm not, I've heard some of the same ambivalence about the idea of being healed. When scripture so often discusses disabled individuals only in the context of their healing, it opens up a lot of questions about what it means to live with a disability. If God can heal those who have faith, then should we agree with certain Christians who would argue that disabled people would be healed if they just had more faith? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so, but it's, you know, but it's, you know it's, it's a question that one could ask. Um, do disabled people struggle only so that God's power and glory can be shown when they're healed? And even if we agree that a person of great faith might remain disabled, are there other traps we can wind up falling into? For example, by treating disabled people as living object lessons, fetishized examples of courageous courageous suffering for for their abled siblings to witness, or by feeling good about ourselves for welcoming our disabled siblings as if they were guests embraced, even though we believe they can't contribute to the work of the community in the ways that able them I am not saying that I see these things in this community. um, But I think there are these are some things that I have seen and that we can see if we with some of the attitudes, given the attitudes in scripture and in the church about early in preparing to speak to i listened to an episode of the podcast. that's the podcast that rachel stolpe keeps telling us that we should listen to and she's right it's very good <laughs> um on the episode um, that i listened to the reverend j.j flag talked about his experiences as a disabled person in the church He discussed the experience um, as a young man of having a Bible school teacher say in front of a class that he would not need a wheelchair if he had more faith. And soon after that experience he read the passage in john's gospel when Jesus states that a man born blind that a man was born blind so that God's glory could be revealed through him. JJ discussed seeing himself in this passage at that time and how in the years since he's grown to see his disability not as revealing God's glory in some potential future healing, but as revealing God's glory who reflects God's image, and his disability is one of the countless ways that his being expresses the diversity of God's creation. I find this idea so beautiful um, that our disabilities are not examples of brokenness, but as an aspect of our own as a very challenging idea, because I think most days, I would cheerfully sacrifice being a beautiful expression of the diversity of creation. If it meant that I could manage my emotions like an actual adult and consistently remember where I left my phone. This idea also seems challenging to me um, because of scripture passages like the one we read today, when the healing of disabled people is cited as an example, cited as a sign of God's coming salvation. When the scriptures seem to suggest the restoration of God's people includes the restoring of disabled people to an able state abled state that they might never even have experienced before. It's easy to assume, um or I don't know to say I don't know if I want to say it's easy to assume, but it, it might be fair to assume, given this, that disabled people are in Their current state broken or insufficient, and that in a world that's set right, disabled people will be made whole in a way that they were not before, restored to become the able bodied people that God meant them to be. And I am really uncomfortable (laughs) with a lot of, with even saying a lot of these things. Um, So, thinking about other ways, other things that might be going on in this passage. I wonder how we would read these passages if we consider the healing of disabled people, not as a sign in in, and of itself, but if we looked at the effect that healing would have. In the Isaiah passage, the text goes on to further describe the way back to Zion which God's people will travel when God acts to restore them. It discusses a hospitable climate with plenty, of, with plenty of water, a road free from predators and easy to navigate such that in the translation I read, no travel, not even fools shall go astray. And sidebar, I find that really comforting. Um, the healing of the blind, the deaf and so on Is not a show of God's power, or at least it's not just a show of God's power it's a guarantee that those who've been marginalized by disability will be included in in the Community and will arrive safely in the land that God promised their ancestors. this idea that healing does not represent a show of power but a restoration to community challenges how i've always read the gospel passage that we read today when jesus says go tell john what you see and hear the blind receive their sight the lame walk the lepers are cleansed the deaf hear the dead are raised i've always took that to mean that they can know that jesus is the one they're waiting for because of the power that he's showing in the miracles of healing raising the dead and so on But there's one more thing that Jesus adds. The poor have good news brought to them. And this is not like the other signs that he mentioned. It's not a miracle or a show of power. And I wonder if good news for the poor suggests that people can know that Jesus is the one they're waiting for because he's making sure that no one is left behind. Perhaps Jesus is pointing to the idea That restoration of God's people includes even those who are often marginalized and forgotten, and I can see how the final line of his response might also support this reading, he says and blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. If Jesus is mostly showing that he has divine or God given power in the miracles he's doing I don't know why he would address whether people take offense would take offense at what he's doing. I wonder if he talks about people taking offense, because those who he's concerned with are those who are often pushed to the margins, written off as cursed, unclean, sinful, lazy, or otherwise the authors of their own suffering. Maybe Jesus is telling them that they can know that he's the one they're waiting for, not just because of the power that he's displaying, but because he is using that power to ensure that marginalized people are not left out of the saving work that God is doing. The restoration of those who are sick and disabled does not come in their restoration to health or ability. Maybe it comes insofar as that healing has the effect of restoring them to the community, to, to the community to which they belong. The restoration comes not when people who were seen as broken are suddenly made somehow whole. That rest, Maybe that restoration comes when the community is made whole, when people who are believed to be broken and relegated to the margins can take the place where they should always have been welcomed. We look for the future day when all creation would be restored. And I think it's fair to hope that we'll all be healed of that which has caused Which is that which is other illness disability trauma or things too numerous to mention but in that this present age that sort of miraculous healing is rare we might heal in part bit by bit through medical treatment various kinds of therapy but so often we simply learn to live with the things in our bodies and minds that can lead destruction. restoration in what we do to ensure that people of all abilities are welcome to fully participate in community. It's in making our worship spaces accessible to wheelchairs and other mobility aids, even if laws exempt us from accessibility requirements. It's in taking steps to ensure that those who are blind and hard of hearing can fully experience and participate in worship. It's in recognizing and celebrating ways that people contribute their gifts to community in ways that don't include serving on teams or appearing on worship sign up sheets. It's in the grace and care we show to one another when chronic illness or mental health difficulties make it hard for us to show up for worship and participate in ways that we'd like. It's in all the ways that we show patients with siblings who have different ways of learning and communicating than ourselves. We live out this future hope, not in the expectation that these disabling conditions will be healed, but by celebrating all of our diversity in a community where no one gets left behind or forgotten.